I mean, I love image makers so much and have so much respect for them, you know, whether it's a makeup artist or a hairstylist or a wardrobe stylist or a lighting guy or girl or, you know, all of those people that create really the iconography that's inspired certainly our artistic point of view at Violet Gray, but I think almost every brand, they're pulling inspiration from Hollywood and image makers that are creating, you know, the sort of beauty standards that are influencing practices and purchases around the world. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Happy December. A December to remember. December, babes. Have you, have you seen those TikToks of people doing like the Toyota commercials or like the Kia holiday event? And it's this voice changer and they're saying the most absurd things with it. It's great. I need to watch it. It's absolutely incredible. I've saved so many to my phone because it's just absolutely wild. It sounds just like the voiceover for those car commercials. Oh my gosh. Send me those links. We have such a good guest on today. Miss Cassandra Gray herself, founder and CEO of Violet Gray. Well, she was CEO until earlier this year before she sold the company to Farfetch. I don't believe she's still technically the CEO. But she's still involved in the company. Still involved in the company. Very much so. Very active. It'd be weird if she wasn't. Right. She's like perhaps the most chic person in the beauty world. Fair warning, chicness ahead, because she <laughs> she's going to say things and some of y'all, your jaw will be on the floor because you're like, this is a woman of prestige, impeccable taste. And she says world class no less than five times. Best in class. Best in class, world class. That is the vibe. I would love to be on her level. I'm not there. And I don't think I'm ever going to get there. I have come to terms with it. I have. But she's a lovely woman to know. And I appreciate her and who she is. I know. Totally. And the fact that she has built this whole business around like her quote unquote best in class beauty products. And I think something that I love about her too is that she is always, always given the spotlight to the people in the industry, the makeup artists, the hairstylists, the derms, the people who are actually like, you know, who know what they're talking about. And she's been doing this forever since she started Violet Gray in 2012. Whereas, you know, some other companies and brands, you know, focus on the influencers and celebrities. Like she's like, no, the people you should be paying attention to are the people who are actually behind the camera. So she's going to walk us through Violet Gray, the Violet Code, how they decide which products are Violet Code approved. Then she gets into trends, treatments. She doesn't recommend plastic surgeons anymore. 
she recommends a person. Should you be on the market for some sort of procedure? There is a person she recommends. But I just love how she's just like the whole time it's like sips tea. This is my honest opinion about everything. Yes. You can tell she's not really focused on keeping up appearances in a way of like politicizing things. She's like, this is what's happening. We just need to come to terms with it. This is what's happening. Made some bold statements. She did, which I love. And one reason why I really love Violet Gray in general is I feel like there was a time where new talent wasn't being discovered. I kind of feel this way with the entertainment industry in a way. Like, let's just use the example of TV hosts. Now, when people book a television game show or reality show that has a host, it's most likely a celebrity, somebody that's already been famous to bring people in. Gone are the days where like talent like Ryan Seacrest were being brought out or Kat Dealey, Caroline Flack, may she rest in peace. Like, you know what I mean? Like people really sought out talent and found them and then helped their star rise based on that. You're so right. Everything is like celebrity hosted these days. Yes. And it's very hard for somebody who's a really good host to even get an opportunity to audition because they're up against like Melissa McCarthy. Okay. I felt the same way about the beauty industry for a while. It was like you had a name behind something like a face, an influencer, a celebrity or whatever. And that's who was getting greenlit to make a brand. And I feel like what Violet Gray does is they really do think about the expert behind the brand. They think about if the product is efficacious or not. They do the testing, like in real life testing. They're not doing like the clinical trials by any means, but they're using real world applications for these products with the people that would use them probably more rigorously than anybody else. Oh, yeah. The people you would trust. Exactly. And so they really are a star maker in that way. I have said this before. I learned about Beauty Stat from Violet Gray. They were the exclusive carrier of Beauty Stat in 2019 when the brand first launched, when Ron Robinson went from taking Beauty Stat to more of like an influencer platform and to making it a brand. I totally forgot about that. I bought the product myself at the boutique and to this day, one of my favorite vitamin C products of all time. I've been introduced to this incredibly chic breath spray, which I carry in my purse. It doesn't taste like mint, which is like such a bizarre thing. I don't even remember the name of it. I need to bust it out of my purse. She's put so many brands on the map. Like even though, you know, people will say, and even I think April of Vintner's Daughter will say that Goop was the one that put her on the map. I do think being in Violet Gray, put her on the map in the beauty world. Like it really helped. Gave some legitimacy there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then of course, Spotter, and you'll hear Cassandra talking about that. But yeah, just one of the most fascinating beauty people, in my opinion, in the industry. And so glad that we finally got her on and we have a fun giveaway, right, Kirby? We do. We have an incredible box that Violet Gray. They put out for a year. Sarah and I would literally jump for joy when we received this box. It was always a welcome surprise because it was filled with literally like the chicest, most incredible brands, some that we had been coveting, some that we had never heard before. And it was incredible. So we asked if we could do something special. I was literally like, can we curate our own box? Oh my God, yeah. I was like, can we curate our own box? No. They're like, get some money for that. So it's the sold out Violet Gray New Obsessions box. 
It was priced at $295. It's worth over $700. You will get it for free. All the details for entering will be on our Instagram and in our Facebook group, as well as like some details at the end of this episode. So make sure you listen to the end. But it includes Westman Atelier's Vital Pressed Skincare Powder in Translucent, Eighth Day's Resurfacing Tonic. This eighth day is so expensive, y'all. I don't even know. Not in my budget, but like Sarah loves it. You Beauty's Plasma Lip Compound, which I am dying to try. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Like I obviously wrote peptide treatment, but this is, it's a little thicker. Is it? It's thicker than the peptide treatment? Interesting. Okay. In a different way, not in a glossy way. Okay. Okay. There's the Nuco's Sugar Stress dietary supplement. There is Augustinus Botter's Lash and Brow Serum, a full size. All of these are full size, which is crazy. RMS Beauty's Master Radiance Base in Rich in Radiance. This is truly a beautiful product. I'm obsessed with it. Hanacure's Microfall Neutralizing Cleanser. If you're not familiar with Hanacure, they do that face mask that makes you look like 85 years old. (laughs) Yes, when it dries down. Yeah, but it looks incredible afterwards. They also have other products, including this cleanser, Costa Brazil's Aroma in Oil, Philip Kingsley Density Preserving Scalp Foam, Victoria Beckham Beauty Satin Kajal Jewel Liner and Night Flash, which we talk a lot about Victoria Beckham in this episode and her brand as a whole, and Dr. Barbara Sturm, The Better Bee. It's a niacinamide serum. And it's $145 and you're getting it for free. I would love to have this box. So come for the incredible interview. Stay for the giveaway at the end. Figure out how you can win this. Brett, can I tell you, actually kind of a funny story. It involves Chris Evans. Sarah and I were on a Zoom call with Chris Evans because he's doing like this dog partnership for dog food for this company called Jinx. At the end of the Zoom... Like on your podcast or? No, no. It was like a press thing. We were all invited. And of course, every editor went because it was Chris Evans. Like we don't talk about dog food, clearly. But we all went because one of our friends was the publicist. And at the end, I'm like, I'm sending him a DM on Zoom. And so I wrote, loved you in gray man. And then that was it. (laughs) But let it be known for the record that I spelled gray the way you spell gray, the color gray. So I tell Sarah and I sent her a screenshot and she's like, you spelled the color incorrect. I'm like, fuck. So anyways, your name has now become synonymous with like the color gray for me. Like that's how I spell gray now. I don't don't even think of the G-R-A-Y anymore. You got the right actor in the right movie though, at least. Yes, I did. I did because he played the villain in that movie. So at least I wasn't like completely out of sorts. He's just like, does this chick know how to spell properly? Like, what's wrong with her? Anyways, so that's my tie to you now. So every time you say gray, it's no longer a color. It's transcended. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I feel like it's crazy that it's taken us so long to have you on. And then finally, when we get you on, you're like, peace out, LA. I'm in New York now. Is your focus LA? It's just Los Angeles, so you know. We love to support our Angelino beauty people. But of course, we talk to everyone, you know, around the country and the world. To me and to Kirby, you know, Violet Gray is such a staple. Anytime someone comes and asks where they can shop for beauty, we always suggest that they stop by. So 
For us, (laughs) beyond this Chris Evans connection, you are synonymous with this like beauty empire that you've built on Melrose. Well, thank you. Yeah, Gray is actually my married name, as you may know, and my maiden name is Heisentrite, which probably wouldn't have been as good. And Gray, Brad, my late husband's mother, Bobby Shumsky, she's married for a second time, chose Gray out of the phone book because they were Jewish in a time when it was not so advantageous to have a Jewish last name. So Gray is a pretty new name chosen by Bobby Shumsky. She knew what she was doing. She's like, we're going to build this empire. Sounds chic. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. We start off the pod by asking you the question we ask everyone, which is, what is on your face, Cassandra? I haven't had Botox in seven months, I should point out. Can't tell. You know, I usually do it so I could still move my forehead, but this is the longest I've gone for a while. Is that because you moved to New York and you need to find a new person or you've just been so busy? Exactly. It's because I moved to New York and I'm not going to find a new person because I love my person, Dr. Saunder, that we talked about, right? Did she come on your show? No, but I want her to. So Dr. Sunder, she's a plastic surgeon, so she does next, she does everything. But I only trust her with my Botox. The last time I went to LA, I didn't have time to see her. So I'm just suffering over here. So you're going to be a bi-coastal Botox, babe. That's when you know you've made it. You're like, I got to fly back to LA to get my Botox. I think you know you've made it once you have lawsuits. Oh, okay. That's actually more honest. So no Botox happening. What else? Well, you know, I have a world-class skincare routine and I'm wearing makeup today. So I've been using Eighth Day, which is a brand we launched last year. I love it. I use the resurfacing tonic, which is, I think, a better version of P50. And then I use the Eighth Day Serum. And then I use my Augustinus Botter Cream. Yep, the rich cream. Are you a rich cream girl? You prefer rich versus original? I use the rich at night and the original in the morning. Okay. I'm a rich girl through and through. Yeah, I'm honestly even like the barrier cream. Like I need it to be even richer. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, I can't get enough. And then I love the Vintner's Daughter, the oil. But it's pretty strong. Even though it's all natural, it's so strong that I can really only use it twice a week. But I love what it does to my skin. And then I've been using, there's a new brand that I'm mentoring or helping to build. And it's a surfer who could not find a sunscreen that he liked. And he's been developing this sunscreen for a couple of years. And it's very sexy sunscreen. (laughs) And I love it. Yes, I've been using that every day. It has like a scent, which I usually don't like a scent, but the scent is very, you know, when you nail a scent where it's universally loved and subtle enough that it doesn't bother people. Like, I think I reach for that one now because of the scent, because it's familiar and it does feel sexy, the scent. Well, I feel like we talk about this a lot, but the whole thing with sunscreen is consistency, right? Like making sure you're using it regularly. And if you don't like the way it smells, you're probably not going to reach for it, right? Like you want to make sure you actually enjoy using it. Yeah, that was his thing too. It's not only just you don't like the way it smells, but the way it tastes. Because often, you know, if you're active, 
it's getting into your mouth and it tastes like you can't get the taste out of your mouth for like two days. This is a problem. Like what is in that? Totally. We'll get into like the violet coat and all that later, but I feel like one of Cassandra's like musts for violet coat is like, it has to be a sexy brand. Let's talk about the violet coat. You don't have any like celebrity founded brands as a part of Violet Gray, right? Like I'm trying to think of your repertoire of brands in store, thinking of the walls. I mean, I think about all of them as celebrities, so these founders. But I think like as far as celebrity, celebrity, I think Victoria Beckham is probably the biggest one that we have. Like I don't even consider that like celebrity though, because of how... I don't know what it is because the products are so good. They're so beautiful. And they just like stand alone outside of Victoria Beckham. Yes. And she's not Victoria Beckham pop star. She's Victoria Beckham creator. Like she's really very serious about everything she does and very involved in every detail. So it's very different, I think, than your typical celebrity endorsement. That's the key, Sarah. Because a lot of times now, there's so many celebrity brands, like it's oftentimes maybe their first foray into running a business, period. And with Victoria, she's been transitioned out of posh for two decades at this point. She was an incredible fashion designer. So she already had kind of like that, you know, elevated prestige about her. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like she just slapped her name on something like you're so right. It stands alone. And she earned it. It was like a really long time before she was taken seriously as a fashion designer. But she really put in the work and created an aesthetic and a silhouette. I mean, I think with so many celebrity brands, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Typically, a celebrity has a distinct point of view and already a lot of emotional connection with consumers and platform and all of that. But I think particularly with beauty, less so, I think, with fashion or other categories, but beauty, you you know, you really want efficacy and you want to know that the founder or the people behind the brand and the formulations are obsessed with making the best formulations. And so it's a, a little tricky if you think maybe how would they have time to do that if they're, you know, starring in a movie. Totally. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit for our listeners who don't know what the Violet Code is. What is it? How did you come up with it? And then we want to know also like how many brands are Violet Code approved, but I'm jumping ahead. Let's talk about how you developed it. Okay, Sarah. Building a company to me was always about, I knew that great brands, great companies were just a team of great people. So I think that the people are the most important part the most challenging part. And, you know, funny that we're talking about this because I do believe that, you know, every time I talk about starting Violet Gray or building Violet Gray, I did not do it by myself. You know, I'm really good at identifying talent. You know, I'm a, I'm a curator. I have really good taste in people and I can tell when they've got that thing where they're bringing it every day and, you know, suited up for Yankee Stadium and striving for perfection because their name is on it, you know, those kind of people. So Sarah is one of those people. And I, you know, most of the people that have worked with us for, you know, we've been around for almost a decade. It took me like two, three years to recruit them, you know, 
And I tried to recruit Sarah, I don't know how many times. I was like just watching what she was doing. And when I thought maybe she might leave or there might be a window. I'm very flattered. Sarah was like, does Cassandra hate me because I like we never ended up working together? It is a regret of mine that we never had the chance to formally work together. Sarah is the one that got away. (laughs) But maybe not. We don't know what the future holds. We still have a lifetime together, Cassandra. But I will say your interview process was very rigorous. It was like over a few months. It was like interviewing with Google where it wasn't like, tell me about your past beauty experience. It's like we had like, you know, heart to hearts. Like you really, like you said, like really are interviewing people like as people, not just of their like resume. Well, I think when you're starting a company, I learned this the hard way. Like every person matters so much. And, you know, you don't have the luxury of redundancy. So, you know, your head of marketing, sometimes your whole entire marketing team is one person. (laughs) So any kind of role can really change your whole world in a good way or a bad way. So I think even today, like what excites me the most, where I feel most successful is when I'm able to recruit someone to work with me or work with our teams. So all those people have helped you then test out all these products to earn that seal. Yeah. So the vision for Violet Gray originally was pretty simple in that I thought that as a consumer of beauty myself, I needed a trusted source. There was too much to choose from. So I thought, okay, how could we become the trusted source? And, you know, I had no idea how we could do that. Both of you know much more than me. It's so saturated. There's so many products. There's so many categories. There's so many new categories coming out all the time. And unlike fashion, while it has fashion, which makes it really fun, it's a category where as civilians, as customers, we don't typically value our own opinion. So we really want an expert opinion because the ingredients matter, the formulations matter. So that's social proof, but expert social proof. And so I knew that there would be some kind of a criteria in which we chose things. And in our very first brand book, we created the Violet Code. And you know, there's all this different touch points of rigorous testing of what we look for in a brand and a product. And it's evolved over the years as categories have evolved and as consumer behaviors evolved. And we've always represented the customer. So it's like we think about everybody as having, we call it a cosmetic wardrobe, like a a collection, a world-class collection of products across all categories. And, you know, we've gone to people's houses and put out all of their stuff on the kitchen table and learned about, you know, what they use, what they don't use, what they're loyal to, what they love, what they don't love. And what we found through that process is, you know, usually they're using about 10% of the products that they have and products that they are using they're sort of looking to us and they're like, I think it's good. Like, I don't know, you know? So they're very open to any recommendation from an expert and almost not even open, but there's like a desperation for the information. And then the loyalty, I mean, there's loyalty usually with fragrance and some color cosmetics that is much more subjective. But yeah, I think that that idea of thinking about the customer and their 
routines when we are curating is really our guiding principle. And so then thinking about, okay, we need to have everything on our shelves that can populate these world-class routines. And we need to have everything that's available that anything that would add value to our customers' lives. And then we need to edit it down so it's manageable and easy to navigate. So then, yeah, so we start with the customer and what we believe that they want and populating their routines. And then each product goes out to a cross-section of our committee. We have a committee of about 150 to 200 professionals in the industry. So people that are working in the field, whether it's makeup artists, hairstylists, nail artists, dermatologists. Now we have gynecologists, uh, wellness gurus, every kind of expert. And we send out the products depending on the category to cross-section of that committee. And then they test them. And if the majority of that group thinks it's best in class and thinks that our customer, it's worthy of their consideration, then it's stamped with the seal of approval. So that's how we figured out how to be the trusted source. 150. Like I did not even realize it was that extensive. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think over the years, it's, you know, there's been probably at least like a thousand experts that have contributed to either discovery or testing or a lot of the experts that have curated for us or helped us to build Violet Gray have their own brands now. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like when I first came to LA and wanted to maybe build Violet Gray, I didn't get like very excited and obsessed until I understood the industry and that these makeup artists, hairstyles, nail artists were like, you know, I always say they're like the new celebrity chefs, you know, like their authority was really valuable. Which I think is cool because now when, you know, people come to LA and they're like, what restaurant should I go to? It's like, you know, oh, go check out this guy's place or this woman's place or whatever. Now, when people come to LA, like one thing we want to do is make an interactive map on our website and put like hot spots that Sarah and I feel are important. You visit when you are obsessed with beauty and like Violet Gray has always been a spot on that map, like a star map, but for beauty, you know what I mean? So it's cool now that you've kind of created that for people, not kind of, you did create that for people. It's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, I love image makers so much and have so much respect for them. You know, whether it's a makeup artist or a hairstylist or a wardrobe stylist or a lighting guy or girl or, you know, all of those people that create really the iconography that's inspired certainly our artistic point of view at Violet Gray, but I think almost every brand, there are, you know, they're pulling inspiration from Hollywood and image makers that are creating, you know, the sort of beauty standards that are influencing practices and purchases around the world. Do you know off the top of your head how many products are Violet Code approved? Yes. Not including like different color ways, but we have 1,300. Wow. Since when? Since 2014. We have about 160 brands. Right. It is just highly curated. So has there ever been a product that was Violet approved and then you pulled it? Uh, Yes, a lot of them. You know, I won't talk about what those products are because it's not necessarily that they're, we don't recommend you buy them anymore. We just have found that our customers like something in the same category better. And I think a lot of that is due to having a lot more to choose from in 
So basically, you, you, you need to fight to the death once you get Violet Code approved. You better be on it. If I had a product and it was Violet Code approved, <laughs> I'd be like, we got to make sure the formulation stays up to par so that Cassandra is not going to shoo us away for a brighter, better new product. Well, more Sarah Brown is the gatekeeper, but even more so to the customers, like the customers talk to us all the time. You know, we really think about ourselves as like shopping for them. We work for them. And yeah, I mean, I think that's the whole idea is that it takes a lot to to make the shelves. And we have, I think, the most discerning, educated, influential customers in beauty. And when they, you know, really like something, you know, they can be really such a strong advocate. It's kind of all it takes is like you got to win the hearts, the trust, the affection, the advocacy of the most discerning customers, which is pretty simple, doesn't mean easy. And when you said like sex appeal, I think about luxury consumers or discerning consumers, not people that, you know, only like expensive stuff, but people that really value quality and that value brands and products that embody their values. And I believe they value sex appeal, quality, convenience, authenticity, cool, time, health. You know, so you got to think about all the things that that most discerning, educated customer values. And if you can embody those values, then you can usually win their hearts. So pretty simple. It's just, you have to actually do all those things. Sarah, what brand has Violet Gray introduced you to? Oh, Botter. I learned about Botter through Cassandra because you, Professor Botter, were like buddies from the very beginning. I mean, you guys were like, were you the exclusive retailer for them when they came to the US? Yeah, that's a brand that we really... You know, over the years, we've put on a lot of brands, discovered a lot of brands that have never, you know, that were brand new to the world. And that's been one of the most fulfilling parts of building Violet Gray is that we actually have been able to, you know, make dreams come true and build brands and put people on and help them to, you know, really be discovered by other retailers and editors and, you know, the the industry that will ultimately help them to scale and Botter is one that we, you know, really took under our wing and got behind in a, in a much bigger way behind the scenes and incubating and accelerating their growth. So we're really proud of that brand. As you should be, because they're valued at a billion dollars now. <laughs> Crazy. You're welcome. Love, Cassandra. So... When I first met Cassandra, like I fell in love with her instantly. You were so elusive to me, to be quite honest, because I was like, Cassandra Gray, like the Violet Code, like who is this woman? Seeing these campaigns with you, this Melanie Griffith pap campaign on the street of Melrose Place, like, okay, who is this woman? And so I went to this event and I met you. Bring all this up because you obviously know what's trending. Like, you know the trends before they happen. You're kind of a seer in that way. You see the future. So for 2023, What trends do you think we're going to see ushered in? And what do you think is going to just very either gradually or expeditiously disappear from the beauty world? Is it like a product? Is it an ingredient? Or is it even a treatment? I think like most all industry, technology enabling us to have a lot more information provides customers with education. You know, it used to be that you could 
market to a customer, buy shelf space, buy billboards, and influence a purchase decision. Now, I really believe that customers, you know, with the exception of like, there's fun, like color cosmetics and things that you could buy just easily and for fun and maybe you don't. But most categories, hair, skincare, customers really know a lot and they are questioning a lot. So I think that there's always been, particularly around skincare, this kind of notion like, well, does skincare, like, does it really work? Like, why is it $300? Why are these things so expensive? What is the active ingredient? How does it work? Like, we didn't ask those questions before. Now we're asking those questions. Of course, you don't have to if you shop at Violet Gray because we ask them for you. (laughs) And also, I think the customer understands that they have a lot more power than ever before because of the direct relationship, because of the information. So they really have the power of choice. So I don't think people are going to get away with making crap anymore because like, who's going to buy it? So I think that particularly with skincare, active ingredients understanding what they are, claims like clinical trials. Like you don't have to do any of that. There's hardly any regulation. And the only reason that I believe you now need to do clinical trials and really explain to your customer what the ingredients are, how much of the ingredient is in the formulation. Sometimes you'll be buying an active ingredient and you'll find out it's like number, you know, 20 on the ingredients list. So questions like that, that weren't really asked before. And it was more about, you know, social proof. So if so-and-so says it's the good stuff, that's what I'm going to buy. The results are, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. So yeah, I think that it's going to be much more challenging to market prestige skincare beauty products across the board if you don't have best-in-class ingredients. Is there an ingredient that you think is going to have a banner year in 2023? Like we saw the the vitamin C movement of 2019, niacinamide. I'm personally a mushroom girl, like put snow mushroom in every product imaginable for me. So like that would be my goal is 2023 snow mushroom banner year. Yeah. I mean, I think you're seeing this already now, but, you know, good old retinol is amazing and there's different quality of retinol. So I think you're going to see a focus on that because the results are big. And then peptides, you know, peptides. I was just thinking about peptides this morning. Yeah. Anyone who's anyone is injecting peptides, including moi. Let's go back to the injecting and the treatments of it all. Like, what are people getting done right now? Yeah. Can you please just tell me what I need to do? What are people going to be doing like next year when we see them appear on the red carpet and be like, there's something. I can't put my finger on it, but what are you doing? And it's not Ozempic. Not Ozempic, please. How do we feel about Ozempic? We are concerned about Ozempic. Name for a band or something. Yeah, the Ozempics. (laughs) I think it's getting a little out of control, to be honest. It's out of control. Did you read that variety story about it? It's insane. But every cocktail party that I've gone to, which is not many, like probably five in the last 
six months, but all, of course, super chic. This is all they're talking about. Ozempic. Yeah, it's insane. But besides Ozempic, what are people going to be doing? Well, we're talking about peptides. I mean, peptides, there is like a peptide for everything. And weight loss is one of them, depression, energy, skin, vanity, all of it. They've sort of replaced HGH and all of the former kind of movie star, rock star, anti-aging drugs that people were taking. This seems to be a safer route. So I think that's kind of the, the secret stuff that's going on. And then I think there's just been, you know, so much more focus on mental health. And I believe that everyone, most people are motivated by vanity. And for vanity alone, meditation, therapy, I don't know if you read that book, The Body Keeps Score, like you get the face you deserve, like stress is not pretty, you know? So I think that when people are doing work on themselves, like Hoffman, you know, you're seeing all that stuff. Meditation is a simple, easy, free one that you could do every day. It really changes the way that you look and feel and on the inside that affects the way your face looks and your body. I think with meditation, there was this, you know, sort of niche and then it co-branded with highly successful people. And then so people are like, okay, highly successful people meditate. So I'm going to meditate so I can have an edge, you know? And it's the same, I think, with beauty. It's like, okay, what are the beauty secrets of these people that don't seem to be aging? And as we've said, it's peptides. It's a really good plastic surgery experience. <laughs> and then sleep. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> I talk about sleep all the time. And, and we're talking about, you know, older people, people over 30, but we're also talking about young people. I mean, I think the most famous, lucrative faces of today that are young have all had work done. Interesting. I've never thought about it before, but if you do think about it, these people are highly stressed because they're constantly working. Like if they're pumping out a new project every like consistently throughout the year, that person is working nonstop, traveling nonstop. There's a lot of stress involved. Very stressful. And like every guy, every girl wants to be with you. You have to fight them off all the time. <laughs> like this is such a hard life. I wish that we could name names and you could say who you're specifically referring to. I mean, name one that you think hasn't gotten work done. Zendaya. Oh. She's, yeah, she is really naturally beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Tall, statuesque. And like you said, like the best plastic surgery is undetectable. So how would we even know? And subtle. And a lot of it non-surgical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is kind of our not-so-lightning, slow-burn round. We just want to ask you, off the top of your head, who is the best person to follow on Instagram? doesn't have to be beauty. Well, I... Love Dumois. Love her. Love her story. Do you know her story? You need to get her on your podcast. She won't show you her face. She won't, but she also has a voice changer 
And it's extremely difficult to listen to because my boyfriend works at Spotify and she does a Spotify live show. And I was like, y'all have to get her a new voice changer because it sounds like she has a bunch of marbles in her mouth at a very low octave. And it's almost like impossible. I'm like, I need closed captioning to understand what she's saying. All right, we need to help her out. We got to help her out. I mean, I love her story. I mean, my understanding is she has, I think she does this full time now, but she had like a pretty big career like during the week career and she was doing all of this at night and on the weekends. Mm -hmm. She's so nice, so smart now has written a book. That's going to be an HBO max like series all built on Instagram. I love those stories of people that just are really trying to be the best at what they do. And then it turns into this whole world that is so much fun for other people. So Dumas is really fun to follow. I am obsessed with like chairs and interior design. So I follow all the hashtags of all my favorite designers, like interior designers, like Jacques Grange or Atelier AM or furniture designers like Jean-Michel Franck or Giacometti or Jean Ray. And if you follow the hashtags, if you're also into home pornography, the hashtags are really good because then you get these pictures that you've never seen before because they're small accounts. That was my very long-winded answer to your rapid fire question. No, that was great. I need to follow more beauty hashtags on Instagram. It's just something I don't do. Yeah, that's a really smart suggestion versus people. Yeah, my feed is almost all chairs and Dumois and page six, but not as good. What is a product you will never use again? What was that nail teak? Do you remember that nail teak? No, what is it? The nail polish. It was incredible. It made your nails so hard and grow, but it's like formaldehyde or something. It's like a deal with the devil. Are your nails real, Cassandra? I mean, they're real. I paid for them. (laughs) They're so beautiful. They're real estate. Thank you. I know. I love nails so much, even though they make it so that you can't really lift a finger. Last question. What brand are you most impressed by? The brands that I'm most impressed by that have come up in the last, I don't know, five years or so. I love Sporty and Rich. You know that brand? I don't. No. I love her. She also started on Instagram. Just has a great point of view, great taste, wanted to work in fashion, started it when she was like 20 from her desk, when she was working at Complex, started making t-shirts and sweatshirts, built a whole kind of dream world on Instagram. And she just did her like dream collaboration with Adidas, where she created three different Adidas that sold out in like two seconds. Yeah, Kirby, you would love her aesthetic. She's just great. You should have her on a podcast. And you guys should start a brand too, together. Is that in the work? Working towards that, Cassandra. Well, let me know and I can help. Yes, please advise. Please let us know when you're back in LA to see your doctor. We can all go together. <laughs> we can all go to Dr. Sandra together. I love her. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on Oh my God, thank you so much for having me. This is very important. Okay, we're giving away a violet box, a violet gray box. You can't get it anymore. It's done. It's sold out. 
And this is like a best of box, right? This is the box that you want to receive under your tree. We do these boxes like four times a year. We started them as, you know, like press boxes for newly approved products that we would send out to all of our fancy customers or best customers. And then we decided to sell the box and it like always sells out and it's always amazing. And this one is the new obsessions box. It has so much in it. And I think it's like an over $700 value. And yeah, I think you get a really good representation of all of the best hero products in the industry, but also at Violet Gray. Yes. So make sure you're following us, Los Angeles Pod, following Violet Gray. We're going to put everything up on our Instagram and on our social so you know exactly how to enter and all of that good stuff. But this is the box to get. This is like a holiday treat for yourself. Starter kit. Exactly. Exactly. Cassandra, where can we follow you and your adventures? At Cassandra Gray. And I think I'm going to go on TikTok. I've been so into TikTok. It's my favorite new thing to do. I mean, I haven't done anything on it. I'm just a voyeur, but I love it. Yeah, I'm a voyeur too. I can't wait till you start doing like dances, Cassandra. I'm not going to do dances, but I thought I could do like (laughs) product reviews or something. Yes. No, you should do product reviews. They will eat it up on TikTok. You need to do it. I feel like TikTok is the people. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm going to do beauty reviews, maybe, you know, entrepreneurship tips, what not to do. I'll need a really good chair, right? You need to, you have to do a whole set. Although I feel like the ones that are really good have no set. Like it's like they're in the back of their car or something. Thank you so much, Cassandra. This was amazing. Thank you so much. All right, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back on Tuesday with the week's most buzzy beauty news. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.